What's up, golfers? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Chasing Your Best. This podcast is and always will be dedicated to the golf learning curve. My job is so simple. It's to help golfers play better golf. It's what I've done. It's been my career mission. And I really want to pass along the things I've learned. I just feel like, I don't know, it's not a legacy thing. It's just when someone, when you put a lot of time and effort into something, I feel that other people don't need to, to dive that deep down the rabbit hole. Like you should learn from the things I've done, the mistakes I've made. And that's what I'm here for is to hopefully just to help you with your learning curve. It doesn't mean I'm always right. It just means that I've put a lot of thought and effort into the things that I've done. And these are the, the best practices that I found. I want to kind of debunk a little bit of a myth today. That, that's on my agenda. I want to talk about the straight ball myth. And I like the idea of hitting a straight ball. I want your ball to fly high and I want it to fly relatively straight. I think that is a great way to play golf. It makes it simple. You really don't have to work the ball with modern tech today. The way clubs are designed, we can really just kind of hit high bombs and, and be able to hit high long irons. And it's just so much easier now than it was in the past when we played with blady clubs and small woods. And, and yeah, that's why you see the today's modern era golfer is hitting the ball a long way and just kind of going and finding it. You still need to know approximately where it's going, but definitely there's more of a priority at the highest levels on hitting it long and being in play. But let's talk about the straight ball myth. So a lot of people want to hit the ball straight. It's good in theory, but the reality is your golf ball should have a little curve on it. Let me explain to you the curve that I most enjoy. I like your club swinging inside out. I see a lot of benefit to that. Basically, if your club is swinging inside out or relatively square to the target while your ball is on the ground, your path should effectively be inside out because you're gonna be hitting down on the golf ball. When the best players in the world are measured on things like TrackMan, their swing paths are consistently a couple degrees inside out, and there's variation. There's players that swing outside in. There's players that swing a lot inside out. But the middle ground is kind of the happy, the happy place. That's a pretty good spot to settle. Having the club swing in a couple degrees inside out from the inside of the ball, hitting down on that golf ball, and traveling out towards the target or slightly to the right of the target for a right-handed player. And that's what the, the visualization is for an inside-out swing path. All right, so now that we have some ideas as to what inside-out is and, and why it might be important, and the, the other way you can think of this is really we're just trying to hit the golf ball relatively square, inside-out. If you're trying to punch a hole into your wall, although this is kind of a silly analogy, you want to hit it square. You want to deliver all of your energy into that. And that's the same thing with golf. We just want to hit the ball with a relatively square face and path. But I do like a nice soft draw. And I like it because of observation, watching great players hit that shot. And then I like it because of the effects I've seen from, from players and how it's changed their game and helped them evolve and hit the golf ball so much stronger and further and better. I just see a lot of good that comes from it. So I've kind of established that a nice soft curve is a great way to play the game of golf. Well, let's talk into some ball flight preferences and some missed preferences and stuff like that. Because course management is really a vital part of the game. And if you are just going out today and you wanna to shoot better scores tomorrow, course management is probably the best way you're going to do that. You're not gonna reinvent your swing in a day. 
You're not going to go buy a new putter and play better tomorrow. You're going to get better by making better decisions. And, and this is something that we can do. If we have a golf ball that's flying relatively straight, and let's say my preferred shot is a push draw. I like that, that club working out a couple degrees. Let's call it four degrees inside out. So if the club is traveling four degrees inside out, shot that ends up on target is a club face that is half of that swing path. If my club is four degrees inside out, I want my club face pointed two degrees right of target, but two degrees close to that path. And a club face that is half of the path will return to the target line. I like that as a, just a very tight draw, a control draw that's falling to the left. Now this also gives us a lot of play that's gonna hit, hit our golf ball really, really straight. So our club case face could be four degrees open. It could be three degrees open. It could be two degrees open. It could be one degree open. It could be zero degrees open. That gives us kind of four degrees of flexibility. And we're gonna hit a shot that's respectable and pretty darn straight. If it's four degrees open and our path is four degrees inside out, we're gonna hit the golf ball as a straight push which from 150 yards might not end up on the green, but it's not gonna be very far off. And it's the same on the other end of the spectrum. If you hit it, your club face is square, your swing path is four degrees inside out, you're gonna end up left of target, but probably not way off. This is just kind of good middle ground. And I'm not really here to tell you what perfect is today because golf is really an art form. There are a lot of different ways to do it, but the science behind the art form can can lead us to things that can make this art form easier. And here's another dynamic I kind of want to remind you of. It slipped on the back of my mind, but if your club is traveling inside out, I want you to think about this. Your club is traveling inside out, so your club face, a square club face to an inside out path is a club face that's open. Open versus closed to your target. So if we're saying where is that club face pointed in relation to your target, it's open to your target. As, let's go back to the four and two example. So if my club face is two degrees open to the target, a club face that's open to your target is also more lofted. And I want you to think about loft for a second. What's that gonna do to our golf ball? It's gonna provide more launch. It's gonna provide more backspin. What a great way to hit more greens. Hitting it higher, straighter, with more backspin, immediately, if you're, say, let's say your swing path was the opposite. It's four degrees outside in. Now to get a club face that's square to that path, it's gonna be two degrees closed. So that's a four degree swap from two degrees open to two degrees closed. And two degrees closed, not only is our club face pointed left, but it's also now what? Delofted. And if your club is delofted, it's harder to get launch, it's harder to get backspin. So this is just a kind of another, I'm just kind of building my case here for why I like a swing path that's a little bit inside out. Now, where this could shift a little bit is if you have a massive amount of speed. That's why long drive players, they may have swing paths that are, you know, a couple degrees outside in or whatever. A massive amount of speed helps you create, can create more spin. But for most of us, most of us that play with medium speeds, low speeds, we wanna hit it high with backspin. Those are good things. We wanna have stopping power. And that's more easily accomplishable with a swing path that's a little bit inside out. I talked a lot today about your swing path and the direction that I find to be really productive. 
I titled this thing about the myth of the straight ball. I just want to circle back to the idea of hitting a straight ball. It's good an idea, like the idea of hitting it relatively high and relatively straight, I love. But what you need to know about that, the reality of that is it's not flying straight down your target line the whole way. Generally speaking, there are some players who hit it pretty damn straight. But is it actually flying straight the whole way? Generally not. It's actually getting to its apex and falling one direction or the other. Maybe it's a soft fade, maybe it's a soft draw. What there's not a lot of great players doing is roping the ball around the golf course, playing a lot of side spin, a lot of side tilt, whatever you want to call it in the golf ball. The ball is curving a lot. You have like the Bubba Watsons of the world. He does spin the ball to the side quite a bit, but he's the exception. He's not the norm. The norm among the best is hitting the ball relatively high, relatively straight, and that golf ball is falling one direction or the other. I'd like to give you some statistics on players that play a draw versus play a fade. This is just kind of my subjective opinion that I've gathered. I haven't seen any formal research or, or if, you, if you have something that's more formal, forward it to me. What I observe and just kind of my non-scientific research, I think it's about three out of four players that play a ball that curves to the left. And I'm going to reference more of the approach shot side of things. Tee balls now, they can go either direction. They could go right, they could go left. It, but relatively high and relatively straight is a great concept off the tee. But approach shots, most of the game is played with a ball that's hit off the ground. When the ball is being hit off the ground, I'm saying three out of four players are playing a ball that is curving to the left. And one out of four are playing a ball that curves to the right. And then, you know, occasionally we all hit one relatively straight. Now, I know this is just kind of semantics, whether the golf ball is going straight or it's curving a little, but I want you to know that I just want to put some good information out into the world and I hope it helps you out. I don't know if this clarified things for you today or made it more confusing. I felt like I talked in a circle a little bit, but definitely the things I said were true about the path of the club, the idea of what the ball should be doing, how it should be apexing, how you can get more loft on the ball by hitting it with a more open face and a swing path that's inside out, more loft, more spin, more stopping power. Those are good things to play the game of golf and, and play a manageable game of golf and create predictability amongst your curvature with the golf ball. I appreciate y'all for hanging out for another episode. Let me know what you thought of this. Subscribe to the podcast, leave it a review, tell a friend about it, tell 17 of your friends about it. I appreciate you for being here. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week.